Hello, my lovelies, and welcome back to your Live Big podcast. Um, today is April 23rd, 2021, and it's a very quiet day. So I don't know if you're feeling those quiet vibes, but the earth is feeling very quiet.、Um, and my backyard is very quiet. So I'm just sitting here. Taking in the silence, starting to feel into this grounded nature within my body. And let's dive into the Goddess Nest book. Today feels very quiet, and、um, I'm just finding some time to meditate、um, here in the garden today in silence. So, I don't know if that's something that you've tried before, but、um, I'm really receiving this message of sitting in silence more often. And it's been said that if you can actually do chores or anything, sit in silence for about 10 minutes. Each day, your happiness levels go up. So, your happiness、um, hormones and chemicals in the brain become more powerful. So, about 10% happier is, is the book that explains that data. 10% happier. So, already I'm feeling this message of, of having a little bit more quiet time,、um, no music, no television, no noise. And just allowing yourself to drop in a little bit more today、um, for myself as well.、Um, so, feeling into the heart, and let's dive in right away into the book, The Goddess Nest. And this is a book that I wrote last year Prayer, Poetry, Mantra, and Ritual, available on Amazon.、Um, and before we begin, I'm actually going to start with. The intro to prayer poetry and why prayer poetry can be so powerful for us. So, as we move through the first chapter of prayer poetry, I ask that you stay curious about the concept of softness. What does softness mean to you? This could mean many things, but the true awakening happens when we are willing to let go of that which we cannot control and fall deep into a nest. To be cradled in deep reverence, embraced for all of our phases, and ultimately healed within. The first chapter, Goddess Prayer Poetry, is a channeled expression of free writing that was transcended through my channel of light after sinking deep into meditation. I feel these writings have been passed through me to you by the Goddess Archetype. For 20 years, I have been channeling these writings and saving them for my own ritualistic healings. I began to set up pampered spaces where I could meditate and adorn myself with the many abundant gifts Mother Earth provides us with. I began to call these spaces goddess nests, and if one of my soul sisters was having a heavy day, I would help them to set up a goddess nest, to cry, heal, laugh. Or to surrender in. These nests would always include different gems, whatever I was guided to most that day. 
But more importantly, these nests have always been spaces of artistic creation that have held some of my darkest hours and some of my most celebrated moments of gratitude. The goddess is admired for her charisma and beauty as well as the way she serves and loves herself. She is also a woman who walks in her truth without apologizing, who knows her boundaries and exercises these boundaries with love and compassion. She knows that kindness is not weakness, but it is the core route to showing up fully in life in order to elevate consciously. She embraces her anger proactively and takes time to process and create a healthy relationship with all of her emotions. It is this work that replenishes her energetic cup so that she can easily flow with the river of life and not react to or dive into the chaos that is inevitably available to us at any time. In this way, she amplifies her auric field and begins to attract what she is, divine love. All right. So prayer poetry is very potent because of the words that we express to the universe. And it is here where we can let go of the rest of the world and take off of our take off our masks and truly accept, forgive and heal from our past and our present. So let's move through into one of the prayers today. What do we need to hear? The prayer poem today is My Inner Child. I see you sitting there across the room in the corner. Your head hangs down as you turn to me with broken eyes. It was one night that you ma- that made you feel unsafe when no one told you you would be okay. I reach out my hand as she looks up to me with hesitant belonging. I grab her hand and pull her into me with a heart beaming full of love and comfort that we finally found each other. I am your mother now, I remind her. I'll never let you go, nor will I let you get hurt. And I can feel her arms grip around me a bit tighter as if she's been saved from the perfect storm, wading in the seas of waves with no one to turn to. Her heart beats faster, but this time with the reminder of the freedom to let go of the fear she's been carrying for all these years. The story is not real, I remind her. It's not for us anymore. I caress her head and her hair in this loving embrace to unfold and unwind. I can feel her heart loosening and opening up with the assurance of a new day. I'm here now and no one can hurt you, I whisper as we hold on to each other long into the night in a nurturing cradle rhythm. Tears fall from my eyes 
as an opening in my heart becomes clear. This is home now, I reclaim. The place where we can rest. Inner Childs. Healing the inner child. And I want to go back here a couple pages to... There's a description in the book as well about... It's dedicated, this chapter, to healing your inner child. Um, So I have a whole section in the book dedicated to just healing the inner child. So mantras that you can call in to help with this. Because it really is the first step to creating a relationship with your subconscious mind, which is where the inner child lives. And you can start to connect with how your inner child is feeling. Let's see if I can find it here. Sometimes it's hard to find. <laughs> you try and find things in books and then it's not there. Let's see. Okay, I found it. So this elevation or chapter is 2.1 and it's called inner child healing. So the inner child is a long forgotten part of who we are. The experiences we receive as a child live long and deeply rooted into, are deeply rooted into our subconscious mind of the inner child. Refusing to let go of the pain they once endured. More than this, the inner child also holds on to great joy and ecstatic freedom of experiences because it is the part of us that was taking in feelings for the very first time. When we experience anything for the first time, it's a potent moment. Our subconscious mind takes it in and however it resonated with us tends to dictate our decisions in the future, either to recreate a moment that was joyful and euphoric or to stay away from experiences that caused us deep pain. The inner child does not come out to play unless it is nurtured, adored, and disciplined by its adult self. It's, it lives in the background of our minds and in the deep neural pathways of our energetic heart system. Our fears generally rely fully on our inner child perception of the world around us, and unless it is given time and space to be nurtured, it will never let go of this fear to survive. The feeling of diving into the inner child and energy is usually quite painful when we are willing to look at how we have not become the parent or support system we've needed all these years. However, the inner child, when set free to play comes alive and feels free to express her deepest desires as well as her fears so there's there's more to that chapter but i just wanted to redo the first page and so you can see how potent the work is of calling in the calling upon the inner child and actually witnessing where she's at right now feeling into that so meditating upon that intention is really important 
So the card today is vulnerability. Your oracle card is vulnerability. Goddess, I bow to all that you are. I love you so much. You are divine. And so allowing yourself to be vulnerable enough to step into the places of your heart where you, you do feel this pain, where you do feel sensitive, um, triggered, and knowing that all of that stems back to inner child healing, um, your childhood trauma that may have been there, but also looking at those places where you try to create really positive, exciting moments as well, which in the yoga philosophy is called Raja. Raja is about trying to recreate positive, ecstatic moments that really shifted you and knowing that we cannot rec recreate those moments. We must come back to a place of beginnings, coming back to the place where you can see your life with fresh eyes. And in order to do that, we also must heal the trauma that we have endured in the past. So really powerful mantra, really powerful meditation, sitting with the inner child and calling her in so that you can start to connect with her and notice where she's at right now because she's the one that's dictating most of your decisions in your life right now without you actually knowing it because she without discipline she can be quite needy and without love she can also seek attention Ooh, so lots of information today i hope that you take this with you and sit in silence embrace the quiet meditation and start to integrate into this quiet energy that's living here on the earth today so much love to you all it's friday happy weekend and i will be here tomorrow once again for you namaste